What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, the studio don't close, plus, it's a new game now, we ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, Ain't no pass to this your left hand side, your right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali. Still coming to you live from TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um, This is the All-Star Weekend Edition. um, Because All-Star... Well, actually, it was All-Star Day. They they chopped that shit up. Um, that That happened fucking... Doctor, some Dr. Seuss shit. Um, uh, 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 security guards, black security guards get. Actually, you know what? I ain't gonna tell you too much. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit. Um, this should be a uh, pretty informational um, episode. So, you know, let's just get right on into it. Y'all singing right now. Greatest life paper. What the freaking fact? Y'all laughing. I bet you. Mama, my friend want to know what she look like. Who? Hey. What's funny, bitch? Fuck you. All right. Um. Oh man, like I said, this is All Star Weekend, which really they cut down to a day. 
It's normally All Star Weekend, but um, at first they weren't gonna have shit. Like they weren't. They were just gonna announce. You know, these are the All Stars for 2021, but you know it's COVID, so we ain't gonna play the games. You know, we already shortened the season. You know, shit. They had a short off season. You know, we gonna actually give them a break, break, and just you know, y'all get it right. And then uh, a lot of the players was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. Fuck that shit. I want to chill. And they was like, but, but, hear me out. We could just, you know, just have it all start day and just have like, you know, fly in for the game and then leave right after, you know, still make this money. And then the players were like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do that. And then it was like, Figure out a little bit more. And then it was like, all right. And it was like, and then, okay, sweeten the pot, sweeten the pot. We are making about HBCUs. Then we got some in the league. They was like, I think we got one. Hell yeah, that's all we need. That's all we need. Now they might have more, but I only saw the one that they highlighted when they did the little spotlight thing. And he was an executive. He definitely wasn't a player. There's no, there's for sure no players in the league from HBCU. But, you know, maybe a McCour maker a change that. Maybe he can be good enough to make it to the league out of the HBCUs and maybe encourage other people. But the thing is about HBCUs, it's like when you're super good at basketball and you get recruited by the super top good schools, the facilities, man. And you want to support the HBCUs, but the facilities don't compare. Like if UCLA or one of these super big schools, you know, Duke, North Carolina, uh, uh, y'all know, y'all get the gist. They want you to come just gonna be more it's just i don't know man but if you want to go to hbc you do that shit so that's what they was trying to tell people in nba this week this weekend but then nobody buy that shit they know it's a you know a little money grab like they you know whatever but we'll take it the schools take the money whatever calls but uh all Star Weekend, and I get into matter of fact, uh, I, I'm gonna say the uh, a later segment for All Star Weekend, uh, past All Star Weekends, and uh, yeah, so you know that's that. Also, another thing that was a big deal this weekend was coming to America sequel, and um, it was highly anticipated. Ever since they announced that they was working on it, some people was thinking, you know, leave well enough alone. Some people was thinking, you know, why not? You know, but everybody, once it was announced and it came out and it was time to watch it on Friday, March 5th, no matter how you felt about it coming out being a thing, whichever side of that fence you was on. Why are they doing this? Or I can't wait to see this side of this fence. You watched it. I know you watched it. I know if you listen to this, that means you fuck with comedy. 
So I know that all my Melmos watched it, or at least plan on watching it. It has only been out, you know, a couple of days. Maybe y'all got y'all went waiting to watch it with somebody else, or I don't know. But I'm not gonna give like a like a, I'm not I'm not a I'm not gonna give it a Cisco and Ebert type of review. But what I told Jill after we watched it was, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like super duper funny. It wasn't like, you know, like a good boys, which was super funny to me. And it wasn't like super corny either. Like, like a, a Norbit. So it was somewhere in the middle. It was, it was definitely entertaining. Is what I said. That's what I said. It was entertaining. Definitely was entertaining. So watch it again. Even probably watch it tonight. So, so that's my take on it. I will, but I will say this: I got sick of, uh, like most things, like most people's opinions on the internet. I surely got sick of seeing everybody's fucking rotten tomato ass post, Facebook posts. I don't like care what you think about the movie. Especially if you're a comic that I ain't never laughed at. So if you're not funny, how are you talking about anything? You need to be off of Facebook or reading up or or living or doing something to try to be funnier. But critiquing shit that's already been written and produced and made and released is pointless because don't nobody care what you think. You're not funny. Or if you're one of them comics that get a lot of hack laughs. You get you say shit that everybody else say and you get laughs, but you know you ain't original. You know you ain't saying you ain't breaking no molds. You ain't doing nothing. You know, your set ain't ain't memorable. So Oh whatever, keep on talking shit about movies and music that you don't like. And uh, another thing about this whole what you don't like shit. Now this is the thing. When it's go, these type of arguments and discussions come up, you know, in group chats and live podcasts and at work, wherever, wherever you're talking about art, wherever art is critiqued, be it music, TV, comedy, you got people that love to say this shit. This is their favorite shit to say. Oh, that shit trash. And it's like. I get why a non-artist would say that. And I can get like a just a, just a consumer. I can get why a consumer would narrow something down to being trash. I get it because you as your as a consumer with no talent to contribute to the art, strictly as a consumer, you have that right to say. Something that's just pure trash. If you think it's pure trash. But if you're a real artist. Any type of real artist. True artist. Then you know. How hard. Anything is. To do. That you're trying to get done. If you're a comedian. You know how hard it is to make a motherfucker laugh. If you. A rapper, you know how hard it is to make a motherfucker put your shit on a playlist. Play, Want to hear your shit more than once. Once you do find a group of motherfuckers that do 
want to hear your shit, do play your shit, do lavish your shit. Now you got an audience. Alright, and then now these people pretty much support you. It can, it can be a large following, it can be a small following, but you got that following. And as an artist, it feels good. And I'm talking to my male most, like for example. I try not to really, really, really look at my stats, but sometimes I might catch up, might, might, maybe looking for some other shit and I see some shit. And I see that I have nine average listeners and I get excited about my nine average listeners. That means at least, at least on average, nine motherfuckers is like, oh shit, let me hear what you've got to say this week. And for that, I am grateful. Here's why that that trash shit pisses me off so much. If you're an artist, then you should know that some shit you put out, you don't give a fuck about the people that think it's trash. You give a fuck about the people that fuck with you. So when critique when critiquing an artist, I like to say that's not for me. Because obviously, this motherfucker got fans who like the shit. Look at how many listens he got. Look at how many plays he got. He went double platinum. He got the, what the fuck? He won a Grammy. He won an Oscar. He won an Emmy. So somebody like what they doing because you don't like what they doing. You say it's trash. And as an artist, that shit is just stupid. Because you know how hard, you know who we give a fuck about. And you know how hard this shit is to get out. So, like, perfect example. Before I became an artist, I would say, insane clown posse is trash. I would say that with pride. Oh, my God. Oh, they trash. They so trash. Ignoring the fact that they selling out arenas. Worldwide. Worldwide tour. You understand? You know what I'm saying? There's people in New Zealand that are paying rubles or whatever the fuck New Zealand money is called to go see them perform. And more than that, somebody else is paying them to come over there to perform. But I think they trash. See how stupid that sounds? Now that I'm an artist, I could I couldn't form my mouth to say that insane clown posse is trash. Wow. I can say I like Eminem. I'm taking Eminem's side of that battle. I can say I would never listen to Insane Clown Posse ever in my life. I would never go to a concert not even for free. I would not if somebody if somebody played it on the on the, on the jukebox, I would uh try my best to not hear it or leave out but I won't say it's trash I just say it's not for me I don't know so I saw so many people talking about coming to America I just thought I would say that and it was coming from so called artists so called comedians and it's just like wow you think something is trash You a work of art you somebody on Facebook 
who thinks someone is trash. You with your Facebook following. Alright. Alright, air quote comment. This was cool. Um, they got snap on veneers. Whereas like I don't know if they recognize the lack of dental insurance in America at these uh, low paying low salary jobs or they just deciding to do something about shit mouth motherfuckers so I don't know I don't know but somebody didn't come up with snap on veneers that if I must admit look fucking good like at least on the at least the people that's you know advertising them they putting these motherfuckers on and shit they not too too white they white you know they 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 kind of like across you remember those little fangs you got when you was little you get them out the machine or um out the little quarter machine man if you're younger than probably 30 32 then you probably don't even know what the fuck i'm talking about but they had these machines you would put a quarter in and then they would have these little plastic things would come out and they would have various items. You might get a ring. You might get a little ball that you can bounce around. You might get a coin. Uh, I don't know what kind of coin. It wasn't money. It was some type of coin. You might get a sticker. Um, or or you might get one of these. Uh, the fuck I was just talking about. So anyway. Oh, oh, some fangs. Yeah. So... <laughs> moment so um they, they look sort of like them without the fangs obviously but I'm talking about as far as the comfort and the ease of which you can snap them bitches on top of your regular teeth so like I don't know if you don't have dental insurance or you know if you just don't like going to the dentist uh, here you go option B or C whatever the option this is this is an option and this is a free this is a free pro- I'm doing a free promo for the snap on veneers, just because I like where they go, I like they thinking. I like I like what they what they doing for the people. Uh, maybe I will reach out to them and tell them to listen to this episode where I shouted them out, and I didn't say their name because I don't know their name. I just saw the shit and was like, hell no, that's dope. They looking out for the fucked up teeth and no insurance to people out here in the streets. Everybody don't look out for people like that. Mm. And I was thinking about this since they um since this new generation we in now is coming after everything racial everything like we didn't cleaned up the syrup the rice uh the, the, the malt the malto meal the breakfast malt um we didn't cleaned up all that shit we didn't got the lady off the butter box um everything they coming for everything so I'm wondering what they're gonna do about Hawaiian punch and Tahitian treat. How long that's gonna stick around? I'm sure Hawaii is property of the United States of America. But as a people, when you say Hawaii, you know what you picture. You know what you're looking at. And you can make it might be a dude, might be a woman. It's, pro- it's probably a woman. It's probably a woman. It's probably a grass skirt. It's probably a flower bandana. 
So stop playing with the long black hair with the hips. So come on. So when you say Hawaiian punch, do Hawaiians only get uh, to drink this punch? Did Hawaiians make this punch? This is just a punch of Hawaii. Either way, how long does it last? Tahitian treat. Now I don't know. I don't know much about Tahiti. It sounds like a nice place. I think it's a vacation destination. But do they have native Tahitians? And if so, did the white man just come to Tahiti and just decide that? This is what y'all gonna drink? This is the only thing y'all can drink? Oh, did the white man go to Tahiti and just take whatever they was drinking and decide to mass market it and produce it and not cut in the Tahitian? Do the Tahitians get a cut of this? All I need to know since we raising these type of questions in 2021. You know, this is a legit concern. So if anybody got information, you know, at me, Next Grade Ali, send me a DM, Yusuf Ali on Facebook, on Twitter and all that, Next Grade Ali, and let me know what we need to do about these Hawaiians and these Tahitians, because this sounds like some bullshit to me. But I'm not I'm not the smartest man in the world. This is just what I'm thinking about. This is my, on my mind. Oh, I mean, I got an update, too. Remember I was talking about Hosuns? And I was like, um, Sauce Walker be talking about the Hosuns, and we don't know who Hosuns are. And we had to figure out, you know, Hosuns. Now, uh, Cor- Kai Bailey, what? Lorraine, Corey Lorraine, Benzino daughter. So it's like we don't, we can't. It's, it's the, the jury's still out on whole sons, but now we got lame daughter. She is definitely a lame daughter. So we gonna see how her career go, because she's a lame daughter. Now, now. This co- just goes back to well, this might kind of relate to what I said earlier. I'm not saying he trash. I'm not saying he trash. He sold enough records to have a lot of money. So he had a fans. So people thought he was good. I didn't. Lame, however, has nothing to do with artistic ability. Lame is what you wear. Lame is what you actually rap about. You can have skills, but if you rapping about lame shit, you're lame. And it's a thin line. It's a thin line because like like I said, I'm not attacking his skills. I'm attacking his persona, which is lame. Okay? Another thing, I know it's past Black History Month and we celebrating women. It's Women's History Month. This is the second episode of Women's History Month. Shout out to the ladies. Um, but um, I forgot to mention some John Brown shit last week. Love me last month because he came up a lot. He came up a lot. And I just wanted to say that John Brown tried to break into the Harper's Ferry which was a military I mean a weapons base and he tried to break into that so he was trying to get guns so he can arm the slaves so he can start a revolution he was about it he was going to try to have a free slave state and he was going to have Frederick Douglass run it he was going to have 
uh, Harriet Tubman was supposed to help with the with the rebellion, but she ain't show up. Couldn't find it. It's fucked up. And um, he had already killed five slave owners. Like he ain't give a fuck. So I'm just saying, John Brown needs to be mentioned more often. He wasn't crazy. He acted like he was crazy. That's why he get buried in the history book. He wasn't crazy. He had a bad plan. He had enough people, but he wasn't crazy. That's all I want to say. That was like since I was on my update shit. Um, oh, and another other thing. And then we can move on. Oh, you know the serial killer things that I listen to. This one is good. Now this this dude was a motherfucker. He, Cause okay. He wasn't no different from the most killers, but what I like, well, what I like, that's some real shit. What stood out about this particular case, he had, after he killed this one dude, he asked his neighbors, out of the blue, they wasn't in on it, they wasn't conspiring, they ain't know who he killed, nothing like that, to move the body. To help him, you know, get rid of the body. And they did. Just like that. Just. Okay. What kind of shit is that? You gonna help? I got a roommate. I don't I don't like selling him weed. If I, like, he'd be like, guess what? No. I don't never have extra weed. So that's how I am when it comes to like helping. You mean telling me you're gonna get somebody to help you move, get rid of a dead body? What? Man, you don't get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, he started helping them, and then after that, decided to. One of them, he had two dudes help. The one dude, he only did the one time. He was just like, all right, I guess like I look out. I do it for just one time because I'm a cool guy, I guess. I'm a, I'm a nice guy, but then you know, that's it. I'm not about to be in the business, a business of helping you get rid of bodies. But then the other dude was like, "Shit, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just start killing with you. Take me with you next time. Fuck it, you know. Fuck it. I'm I'm with it. So then they killing and killing and killing motherfuckers." And then another thing they did that was ill, he would, uh, before he killed the motherfucker, he would make him record a voicemail or some shit or call somebody, call them, call their mama, call their, whoever the fuck, and cuss them out and say all this bullshit. So it's like when, after they killed him, they wouldn't, you know, get caught and cover, help cover their trick. Like, yeah, he talked Yeah, I ain't seen him. You know, he said what did you, the last time you talked to him? You know, oh, yeah, he said, last time I talked to him, he told me, kiss my ass, and I was out of here, and he thought, don't ever call me no more. Yeah, yeah, he told me the same shit. So I was like, so look, if you about to kill me, you just gonna have to kill me. I'm not doing all that extra shit. What, you gonna not kill me if I do that? No, get the fuck out of here. Kill me, man. So anyway, so then the dude, the, new, the dude gonna, the help dude who started out just you know helping them move the body gonna ask for immunity when they get caught talking about I know everything that happened motherfucker I bet you do no you ain't getting no immunity the fuck so anyway that was a good one um 
Like I said, I don't know why these serial killer things so fucking fascinating. And now they got a new one where they're doing uh, spiritual healers and uh, 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 cult leaders. So, I don't know. I don't know. Just, people are fucked up. So, I guess hearing about it, and I don't know why. I don't know why. But this shit is fat. Every day when they put a new one out, I'll be like, well, not every day, every week. I'm like, oh, shit. New serial killer. Or it might be part two. Oh, shit. Details. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some news. shit getting canceled. Uh, first, it was um, Dr. Seuss. Got some books pulled. Not all of them good news. Because, you know, Cat in the Hat, I'll be down. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what he said, Cat in the Hat. That ain't never. That's the shit. But, like, some lesser known books. Like, books that didn't nobody read in the first place. I ain't gonna say nobody, but they ain't there. Nobody read them fucking books, man. And until they said the name of them books, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I know Dr. Seuss got an extensive collection, so I don't know all the Dr. Seuss books. But as long as it ain't Cat in the Hat, Green Eggs and Ham, what's the other one? Basically, The Grinch. If it ain't them three, then we good. All that other bullshit, nobody care about anyway. You don't gotta take that shit off the shelf. Cause wasn't nobody else taking that shit off the shelf all this time in the first place. That shit been on the shelf. Nobody give a fuck about that shit. That that plus don't nobody read anyway. No, don't nobody these kids don't fucking read. Especially now that they doing homeschooling. You think they reading at home on their own? No. They fucking iPad, 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 laptop, iPhone. Ain't read. Motherfuckers don't even know how books smell. So that was cool. And then, did I say Pepe Le Pew already? They mad at him for being rapey, but we saw that coming. But how you gonna be mad at him? He, shit, be mad at the motherfucker who created it. Be mad at a cartoon character that came out of another motherfucking brain. You act like Pepe Le Pew is somewhere at the house, a retired cartoon dude, and y'all can go holler at him about what he, you know, how he feel about the, the portrayal he set out or the, or the example he put out for other skunks or some shit like that. Like, and this motherfucker get mad at Mel LeBlanc or whoever the fuck drew that shit, came up with that shit. You mad at Pepe Le Pew. Anyway, so that pissed me off that they was mad at him. But I mean, what the fuck? I guess. Um, I don't know. Okay, this is this is good. Um, 
Usually you don't get stories this good in the same shit. The same year, let alone the same fucking week. Last week. I'm pretty sure last week. I can go back and look at my notes. But I'm pretty sure last week I didn't have no no dicks to report being removed forcibly from their rightful owners, right? This week I got one one and a and a sorta. Let me explain. Okay, so one dude I go I I start with the light shit. The one dude and his roommate or homeboy or friend or business partner or whoever the fuck he is to him, neighbor, uh, whoever this guy was to him, decided it'd be a good idea. You know, we can kill two birds with one stone. You a rapper. I'm a, I think he's a pharmacist or something. I'm a, I'm a, just a regular guy. So here's the thing. I don't feel like a man no more. That's what he said. That's that's allegedly what he said. I don't feel like a man no more. I can help you go viral that get your clicks up, get your likes up, get your views up. You go viral. Kill two birds with one stone. How about you cut my dick off? And dude was like, he had to think about it for a minute. And was probably like, hmm. I did just put out a tape. Because, you know, if you're a rapper, you probably just put out a tape. I did just put out a tape. How much? And he's like, I ain't got nothing. I can't pay you in cash. That's crazy. You cutting off my dick. But, but, I got these pills and some liquor. It'll motivate you. And dude was like, I guess that plus the likes. Fuck it. Let's do it. And he did it. And it worked. We talking about him. Well, we talking about a dude that got a dick cut off. I don't I don't think I'm ever gonna listen to the dude rap because if if cutting somebody else's dick off is a way to help you sell records, me personally, I don't give a fuck what you rapping about at that point. I don't wanna hear nothing you got to say. If that's how you trying to get attention for selling records, if that's how you trying to Sell a record? It's cutting off another motherfucker's dick for fun? He don't owe you no money? And he didn't pay you no money? Nah. You can go ahead and rap on the fuck you rapping about to yourself. Put out a, you know, you guys, you got Instagram stories. Somebody might watch that shit. Got me fucked up. And then the second, the second one. Oh man, that's a little... I don't know. I don't know about this second one. A little more tragic. Okay, so classic classic story. Uh, husband catches wife cheating with side dude, which is always risky. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a side dude, at least be a side dude to a boyfriend, which is still risky. Because boyfriends put in a lot of time and effort too. Chances are, boyfriend get caught. You get caught cheating by the boyfriend. For the most part, 
probably got a fight coming. And if you're with homeboys, you're probably going to get jumped. So you're probably going to get hurt bad. That's the That should be the least you got coming from fucking with a boyfriend. I mean, the most you got coming from fucking with a boyfriend. Could, should be. Should be. But now fucking with a husband. That, that. See, now you can get killed. You is up to and including getting killed is the repercussions for fucking with a married woman. So. In this case, he didn't get killed, but it was an up to. This dude cut this dude dick off with some scissors, which ever since I read it, I've been trying to figure how did he get himself in this position to cut this dude. How do you let yourself? Because I the story didn't. I don't know if he got knocked out first. I hope he got knocked out first. There's no way you're gonna cut my dick off with some scissors, and I'm awake to see it. So yeah, let's just let's just imagine he got knocked out. Cause I can't imagine looking at nobody sitting on your chest or sitting on your legs, however way he facing. And you look at you watching him with your dick in one hand and scissors in another, and you and then somehow there's no way you can get him off your lap. So I I can't imagine he was conscious for that. But okay, so it happened, right? So he cut the dude's dick off. Which, if you married, married male moles, probably, like, you damn right he cut his dick off. I would have cut his dick off, too. He's lucky you ain't kill him. Okay. I feel all that. I feel all that. The next part of the story is where... I can't... I have to stop. I can't, I can't roll with him on this next part of the story. Then, after he cut the dude's dick off... He took off with it. Like, he kept it. It's, you know, my dick. My dick now. He, 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 my hat now. He, my hat, my hat now. His dick. Shout out to Hot Rod. And then the police, of course. He's going to call the police. Okay. I mean, I don't give a fuck how much you anti-cop defund the police, fuck the police, your ringtone, uh, you help write the song, you help write cop killer, all that shit, all that shit go out the window when somebody cut your dick off and and, and run with it. Because you, you can't chase. You would like to give chase, but that's the last thing you can do. Physically. So... Call the police. Hey man, motherfucking took my dick. I don't know where he's going, but I know where he stay. So you go to, you know, you track him down. Police get there and say, "Hey man, come on out, man. Get a, get a dude's dick." No. What you mean no? And then so now now you got a standoff and shit. They had a standoff. I don't know if he had a gun, but I imagine the dude without the, who you know the dick owner is like, hey, you know, be careful. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't make this dude do nothing drastic. You know, he already got my dick. You know, be you know. So it probably took time. And unfortunately, it took too much time because 
doctor said, you know, we can put it back on, but you ain't gonna never have no sensation in it. So, that's that. Now, now, right there, you probably thinking, shit, well, fuck. I don't want I don't need it now. What the fuck? What you mean? What, what you, why are you going to give it back? What the fuck am I, what I'm supposed to do at this point with it? But, I told y'all before, I don't know if I mentioned this before, Melmos, but it has been at least three successful multiple penis transplants. So, he can, I don't know, he had to get a GoFundMe. Old girl got a GoFundMe because she got left in Atlanta and, you know, and she was she was going she was going down there. It was dick related, and she got paid. So why why can't he start a, a GoFundMe for this transplant? He needed. And I know y'all probably like, well, he was a side dude. That's what he get. But don't nobody deserve that. Come on, man. Let's get this dude a dick. That's just that's just too much. Okay, all right, all right, I wanna, all right, let me, let me lighten it up a little bit, let me lighten it up a little bit, um, Clarissa Shields fought this weekend, let's, yeah, let's go to sports, let's go to sports, Clarissa Shields fought this weekend, and she won, she always win, she like, I believe she's 11 and 0 or something like that, 12 and 0. Olympic gold medals. She 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 will always win, right? Which not surprising. She about to try MMA, and I hope she win in that too. She had heavyweight, I guess, in the women's division, and uh, or middleweight. She had middleweight, which I think is one sixty. It might be a little different for women. It might be like 158, 155 or something like that. But uh, after her most recent victory, she got called out by uh, a slightly smaller opponent who probably can fight, but she's smaller. And if this was the schoolyard, yeah, they can go fight next week. Said we can do it after class, study hall, lunchtime. We don't gotta wait till next week. We can get the, we can get it right now, but it's not. It's boxing. You got an equal weight class, and therein lies the problem. She said, "She said I'll fight you, but I'm not coming down to 147 for nothing. I can't lose that much weight. I got I got ass." She said, I'm a female. And all I my titties ain't that big. And this is all I got. So if I gotta lose my ass to box, then you got to pay the fuck out of me. And I ain't and you know what? That's the realest shit any athlete has said in a long time. Cause think about it. Yeah, you can you can win the fight. You can be the best boxer. But now you all got all now you got all these top muscles and you ain't got no ass? Pfft. Nah. 
Nah. So, I feel her. I feel her on that. Um, let's go to break, and then we'll be right back. Welcome to the Half-Ass Muslim Show with your host, Sharif Abdul Washington. So everybody, assalamu alaikum, assalamu alaikum, assalamu alaikum, um, we are here with today's guest, um, this is a distinguished brother, uh, he converted to Islam Back in 1987, while in the Mansfield Prison in Toledo, Ohio, um, this brother has come a long way. Um, he has opened up several community centers. He is the leading imam at Masjid Muhammad Mosque, Masjid Muhammad Mosque number 187. In Scranton, Pennsylvania, currently. Um, everyone, let's hear it for Brother Imam Rayshon Clarence X. Muhammad Shabazz Amir. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Uh, I am very honored to be here. Uh, what do I what do I call you, Imam, Imam Rajan? Imam X is is appropriate for this particular interview. Okay, Imam X. Well, um, I don't on the brother. Give me. I don't don't get me wrong, brother. But you may have misunderstood the premise of the show. Um, this is the half-ass Muslim show, and you sound pretty serious, brother. Well, you under—you got to understand, brother Washington, um, through all my journeys, I have pilgrimage to Mecca twice. Uh, I have met I have talked to all of the brothers about this problem and uh, I just cannot stop eating gummy savers, man. Interesting. Is it is it just gummy savers, brother? No, no. That's the problem. Gummy savers, gummy worms, gummy bears. I even eat gummy vitamins. Kingo Biloba, I don't even know what that is, brother. It was the only one they had in gummy. Mm. And you seen the YouTube. I've seen the YouTube videos, brother. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, you got a problem. Oh, man, we might have to. Damn, brother. 
Uh, and you say, and you say that everybody they know they know this, brother, and they still allow me to lead them. Hey, well, hey, man, if you don't gotta give up the gummies, I'm gonna tell. Listen here, brothers and sisters, listen here. At the half-ass Muslim show, we have an imam here that is not giving up the gummies. So. I'm going to go ahead and say it's all right to eat y'all lucky charms, man. Put the charms back in the lucky. This has been Brother Sharif Abdul Washington, Half-Ass Muslim Show. Until next time. All right. Um, that was a sponsor. Uh, the Half-Ass Muslim Show. Um, you can catch that on WKRP. Um, and they also have a podcast on the uh, Pod Islam Network. Uh, I don't know who streams that, but um, wherever you can find the Half-Ass Muslim Show. Um, anyway, um, yeah, back to the news. Um, Left off with some dark shit. I start with some good shit. Um, Polo, our favorite brand. Man, Polo is good. Polo is of all the name brand clothes. That's the only one that made it through the storm for me. Like, I don't give a fuck. I wear anything from anywhere at this point. I don't really don't give a fuck name brand. As long as it, the color scheme is cool, and if it's a jacket or something like that, you know, I don't give a fuck. Hoodie, fit t-shirt, don't matter. But Polo, always to get a second look. Like, I always got time to look at the Polo section. They don't go now. So, so good news is, they done started a rental service. Bitch, if they had this shit in high school, what? You can rent Polo. You can, like, not just, like, go into the store and rent it and bring it back. That would be dope. That would be super dope. No, you got to pay, like, a monthly thing. And then they, like, would send you the shit. You pay this monthly thing every month, the membership, and then they send you the shit, you wear it for a week or so, whatever, then you send it back. Wear it, send it back. Wear it, send it back. All for one low price or whatever the fuck. It might not be that low. Shit, it's polo. I don't expect it to be that low. So that's one way to get drippy. And then they say after that, they donate the shit to like shelters or some shit, whatever the fuck. So. What I'm seeing is, after so many donations, I mean, after so many rentals, you better follow that donation truck. Just look for the horse, the truck with the horse on it, and follow that bitch to the, you know, or camp outside the Goodwill like you used to do to pick up tennis shoes, get Jordans and shit. Wait for the polo truck to get there, because it's coming. Fuck renting it, you know, just get there at the right place at the right time. But that's the thing, that's going to be the game, you know, which... Which Salvation Army is the polo truck going to first? Because that's where they going to get all the mediums and shit. Um, and then, okay, this is kind of interesting. Uh, a black security guard in Florida, one of those high school security guards, that's usually on the news for fucking kids up. Well, he ain't do nothing to nobody physically, but he got fired for saying the N-word. Um, 
hate, hate, hate fucking, gotta come up with something better than the N-word. He got fired for saying that word. Yeah, fuck it. He got fired for saying that word. And, like, he was off duty, but he was still, like, he still had his microphone on, so they just heard him saying, he was talking to his wife and just talking, talking, talking. And, and, like, they said they fired him for company policy, against company policy. So, like, yeah, nobody can say it. You, as an employee of that place, you can't say it, no matter what color you are. And I get that. But the thing that it make me had the conversation about the word period which is I don't think nobody should say it at all period and I'm contradicted because I listen to rap a lot of rap a lot of rap and I'm almost to the point where should I not listen to should I I start phasing rap out of my of my ears, but I, I don't think I can. I don't think I can. So I'm always gonna have this eternal struggle because I, I I listen to other music too, but I'm always gonna have this eternal struggle about that word. Okay, cause okay, here's the thing. When I'm listening to rap, with my in my area and my headphones in my house in my car, I don't give a fuck what they say because this is like you know it's just like if I was in the room with my cousin and my and and my two cousins or my two homeboys and they talking and they saying the word back and forth I wouldn't I don't feel I don't give a fuck but the second I hear that word in front of mixed company aka Nine black people. I fucking cringe. I don't like, and I know I know it's fucking weird because I didn't. I remember when I used to work at the at the porno warehouse place, and I would play the the most the 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 rappers who said the word the most the loudest I would play it on repeat and I remember the lady would say why do you have to play that song that say that word so much and I'd be like I just you know that was part of the song you know whatever I'm gonna fuck and then that was that that's how I felt when I was fucking twenty but now I'm like I don't want to hear that shit out loud in front of people nobody. So, well, nobody not black when I mean when I say people, not just white people, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Italian, whatever. Well, Italians, you know what I'm talking about. So, but whatever, he got fired. Big deal. That's the news. Black dude got fired saying word. Ha. Ah. Um, and then, lastly, and sadly, and tragically, and. But, uh, well, actually, I don't. Was it tragic? You be the judge. Okay. The doctor was. <laughs> what he would do is give prescriptions, fucking pain pills, and, and all type of shit, and 
all type of subscriptions to fucking meth addicts and pain addicts, pill head addicts, and all this shit. And he would just fill out subscriptions because he could. And you know, why not? And then on the side, after work hours, after hospital, whatever, he just called him up. Hey, doc, I need a refill. And to four people, they say over four years, he must have subscribed. He must have passed out. Passed out. He must have subscribed. Uh, I mean, prescribed, subscribed. I'm fucking this story all up. He must have prescribed over 45,000 pills just to those four people. and Or five people. And they died. A lot of them, they all died. But because every time he filled out one of those prescriptions, you know, and reported it back to the medical insurance, he got paid. So, like, basically, he was a drug dealer. But, but not, he wasn't selling drugs to his customers. (laughs) He was giving them the drugs and getting reimbursed from the the, the fucking government. So like, what the fuck? Or not the government or the hospital. So like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he he finally went to jail. They they charged him with all kind of uh, murder and all this type of shit. And, he, and I guess it's murder, but is is it? I mean. Well, yeah, it is. And, and I guess there ain't no way around it. Because he wasn't... They wasn't seeing him. It wasn't like... You know, he was, He could have... He could have... Well, no. Because he got paid every time. But I say he could have found a better way... Like... To, like, maybe just prescribe... You know... 5,000 pills at once to somebody. And then get it under the table. But I guess you don't get... That would be selling drugs. If he got paid... Every t- for the amount of pills he's described, I mean prescribed, and that would be like selling dope. Like, hey man, I just they just got a hundred thirty pill, hundred thirty <laughs> pill bottle refill. So I, I'm gonna need what six hundred for that. So I don't know. So they didn't do it like that. But what they did, what he did do was constantly prescribe pills over and over and over and over and over to these people until they OD'd. And so yeah. He a murderer. Oh well. Fuck him. People on my TikTok want to see what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> this was so funny. Get down, old oh, bitch. What? Fuck your. Mom, my friends want to see how you look right now. <laughs> but bitch, what you laughing at? Motherfucker with them Harry Potter ass eyebrows. Come say hi to my friends. Say hi to them. Hello, my friend. <laughs> what the fuck? Why did you laughing, man? Huh? What? Hey guys, this is my grandma. You know, the one I was talking about. What do you mean, the one? <laughs> what the fuck you that bitch? I punched you right in the fucking face. Hey guys, this is my mom. You know, the one I was telling you about. <laughs> the fuck you laughing at, bitch? <laughs> Hey, Papa, I'm meeting my new friends. Hello. <laughs> Look like shit. All right, this time I'm going to tell you about that time 
I got tickets to the All-Star game for free. Quick story, um, I had uh, ran into Grant Hill's father, um, Calvin Hill, and he had a handful of tickets. They want to go to the game. I just got off of work. This is All-Star Weekend 97 in Cleveland. Uh, I worked at Tower City. And then inside at McDonald's, I was inside Tower City. Tower City was connected to the Gun Arena and the Renaissance Hotel, which the place where the uh, All Stars were staying. So, all oh, that's a different story. I ain't gonna get into all the, the details, but the main story I want to tell you about is now. Now I got these tickets to the game from Calvin Hill. Okay, I guess I can tell you that part. So he like who. If I give y'all these tickets, who going to go to the game and not sell them? And then everybody raised their hand. And he was like, I only got two of them. And then he looked at me and he looked at another dude. He was like, here y'all go. But promise me you ain't going to sell them. And then I was like, I promise. I had on my fucking, I had on my regular clothes, but I had my work clothes, my book bag, and my, my book bag. I was about to go home. Yeah, I don't got no money. I'm hungry. But now I'm going to the All-Star game for free. So I'm sitting in that bitch. Everything is going down. This is the top 50 year. Everybody in the building. Kobe is in the building because he did the dunk contest the night before. Fucking LeBron. Everybody. I'm meeting all these motherfuckers walking around at halftime. I talked to Kobe. I said, I asked him about blocking Jordan. And I fucking ran into Iverson. I didn't fucking... All kind of shit is happening, right? All on an empty fucking stomach. I'm talking about, I'm standing there, stomach growling. I'm looking at the stars. I'm standing next to fucking the brat. I'm standing in front of Jermaine Dupri. Fucking the one girl I seen off the video, that one video to walk past. Oh shit, that's that other girl off that other video to walk past. Oh, there's Ray Allen. Oh shit, there's a uh, fucking. Um, who else I seen? I can't even remember, man. I just got to close my eyes. But all this time, I'm dizzy. And that's probably why I can't remember because I was fucking starving because I just got off of work. I didn't eat. I, like, I probably ate at lunchtime. They didn't let you really like take nothing to go, I don't think. Plus, plus I don't think it wasn't nothing to take. That's one of those you clean up and then, you know, the grill get clean. All that shit type shit. So it wasn't nothing to take. Man, I'm in that bitch hungry as fuck fast forward to the end of the night the night of my life going to the all-star game for free is ruined because i'm so hungry now that my ribs is through my back touching my back and it's just time to go um i could make this whole thing about the whole all-star weekend but that's crazy that it's a whole nother podcast down there but yeah the time i went to the all-star game starving that time This week on Part of Tracks, me and Shantae keep having issues with the kids at this school. So if you got kids, parents, you know what I'm talking about. 
talking to Shante, we're thinking about taking the kids out that school and putting them in another school because these budget cuts is getting ridiculous. Shante Jr. said her classroom didn't have no motherfucking chairs, so everybody leaning on each other's desks. And it wouldn't be a problem if they wasn't, if they was, you know, stand up desks, but they waist level. So her back all fucked up. And then Gary Jr. Jr. say, oh, they had plenty of chairs, they just didn't have no desks. All they had was TV tables with shoeboxes for their pencils and shit. So we definitely at least got to go up there and talk to somebody. Before COVID, it was common. Round of applause for all my likers, subscribers, followers, retweeters, tell other people about us, get somebody to listen to us, all of y'all that fuck with me, all the male moles, this applause is for you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Melmos. We've come to the end of another show. Thank you for sticking with me, for listening to the whole show. Uh, in case you fell asleep midway through. And then you woke up and was like, oh, shit, let me rewind it. And then you, you listened to the whole thing and you caught up with the rest of us. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, too. Welcome back. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, G always be talking about your voice. You talk so, like, so so, like, so smooth. And, like, it's probably the weed. And, you know, like, so, you're like, man, I, she, like, I fell asleep with your shit, like, twice. And I'm like, damn, so. Hope y'all be falling asleep, man, almost. But, like, you know, I can't blame y'all, man. What the fuck? Background music is smooth. Probably high as fuck off the Melmos. So, I mean, off the Melly. So, you know what it is. You know what it is. Um, one more thing before we get out of here. 
um, a couple weeks ago when Nicki Minaj's father had got killed and hit and run. It took about a week or so, and then they found an old boy, right? And then, come to find out, he wasn't even drunk. Ain't that a bitch? And then, I read another one. It's like, how do these people that's not drunk do hit and runs? Look, if you're not drunk, you probably not gonna go to jail. Just call the police and tell them what happened. And that's that. I don't this the that's the dumbest shit to go. That's the dumbest murder to go to jail for. Like of all the murders that people done went to jail for. Accidental murders. Uh you was just playing. Um shot the wrong motherfucker. Innocent bystander. You gonna go to jail because you hit somebody. On some bullshit. And then just left. Now you're going to jail. You weren't drunk. You weren't in a hurry. You weren't mad. You, you just left. And so, that piece of shit, he deserves. Anybody like him need to fucking death penalty. Because that's. Not only did you kill somebody for nothing, it's just fucking stupid. That's all. That was my. Sometimes these little, you know, one more things, you know, be something kind of silly. But that one was just, I just had that on my mind when I read it. Like, man, you dumb motherfucker. Be drunk, we get it. You know I mean, you shouldn't be drunk, but at least we understand. You still be mad. But anyway, that may be... That that probably that but that made me want to say this even more than ever more than ever. Really treat other like you want to be treated, man. If you if a motherfucker hit you, please you will want them to be like, oh man, I hit you. Let me call let me call somebody. That's the epitome of doing unto others. So. Remember to do other people how you want to be treated, man. Not like this piece of shit, drunk, non-drunk driver, dude. Um, and count your blessings, man. Use serenity prayer. These are two. These are tools to keep your head straight. Like that's all I'm trying to do. I can't. I can't. I don't know no ways to tell you how to get no more money than you already getting. I don't know how to tell you how to be funnier. I don't know how to tell you how to be smarter. I don't know how to. T- I don't know how to do none of that shit. If you don't know it by now, I can't help you with none of that. All that regular earthly shit. But what I can tell you, what I can help you with, is a way to get through this fucking bullshit. Laughing, smoking, and those three things. There you go. So, until next episode, this has been a little bit longer than I wanted it to go, but that's cool, man. I hope y'all enjoy it anyway. So, I'll see y'all next week. Fucking peace. Go Browns. I'm out. Cleveland! This is for you!